0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to yet another edition of our weekly CM Life Sports podcast, chip chat this is dominic Mastrangelo sports editor and yes we ripped that off from the radio station <laughs> here in town i've got two wonderful uh staff reporters seated to my left and my right right now and we are going to talk about the hottest issue surrounding cmu sports recently uh, on my left i've got mark cavett how you doing mark good i'm doing great down uh, very good and here yeah. we are uh, with taylor DeSormo as well who uh, had a chance to cover our football team for us this year taylor how are you I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Dom? It's been really busy (laughs) for all of us uh, on the CMI Sports Desk recently. um, The thing that everyone is talking about is the resignation of our now five-year head football coach, former head football coach, Dan Enos. Um, I guess I'll start with you, Taylor. Mm -hmm. Just right when that news broke, what was the first thing that you thought?
1: I just couldn't believe it. I thought someone was messing with me. I heard it in one of my classes, and we're not allowed to pull out our phones or anything. Oh, God, that's the worst. I sat there for the next hour and ten minutes just just thinking, where should I be right now? (laughs) And is Dom going to yell at me or whatnot? But but for real, I thought, why why did he choose to do this? Why did he choose to leave? And and what's next for CMU's program? So that was my first thought.
0: Mark, uh, what did you think, and how did you hear? Well, the first
2: thing I thought was, I mean, obviously with the production the last five years, um... You maybe you didn't expect him to maybe resign. You maybe thought it's some another outcome. But I, I my first reaction was that the timing was just strange to me with uh, signing day in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. It was just it was really strange the timing. I didn't expect it was an outcome I didn't expect. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah, I think it was caught everybody yeah. by surprise. I had a friend uh, that works for the Kalamazoo Gazette, and he just sent me just a couple words in a text message. Check Sports Illustrated, <laughs> and I immediately flew because I, I mean who knew? I didn't know what the heck happened. Um, and then there I saw. Danny takes an offensive coordinator job at Arkansas and resigns from Central Michigan. Um, Mark touched briefly on sort of the really terrible timing for CMU that this happened. Um, you know, I'm going to turn it to you, Taylor, and ask you this. I mean, why? Why was this decision made and why was it made at this time? I mean, was it the deal that the, the offer wasn't there at Arkansas previously and all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere? I mean, how could, if you're Danny knows, how do you justify doing this to CMU in this way?
1: I mean, yeah, only 13 days before National Signing Day, he resigns, and that really uh, it took everybody surpri- by surprise, even even the athletic director, Dave Hickey. So I guess it really puts uh, CMU in a tough spot, um, recruiting-wise. Most of the recruits said that they're, they're probably going to stay. There's one or two, though, that said they were going to look elsewhere and uh, go to different visits and look at different schools. So it's, it's really a, a puzzling time, and I really wish I could ask Dan that question.
0: Mark, you were at the press conference there on Thursday that athletics held. I mean, how did Dave Hickey seem to you?
2: I just thought there was a couple things that were strange. The first thing was he had mentioned with, uh, that he had ta- been talking with Dan Enos for a little, a wh- a little while now about um, possibly taking this position in Arkansas, which I thought was strange because you would have thought that he would have maybe taken this job a while Brilliant. ago instead yeah. of taking it with two, two weeks before signing day, which I don't think is fair to the team. And some of these recruits are kind of you know, it's up in the air about whether they'll decommit or commit. Yep. Um, so I thought it was just strange that you would have thought maybe early this month he would have taken the job instead of now.
0: Uh, really, it was very clear to me and I think everybody sitting in that room that Dave Hickey had no intention of firing Dan Inos. He was, I mean, he even well, said it. He intended, us, he intended Dan Inos to be the football coach moving forward.
2: They were talking about an extension. He had mentioned that they were right. talking about an extension. He didn't he didn't
1: like the, the idea. So I think his contract went through 2016, is that right? That's right, yeah. and
0: the, the idea here is... Th- I think so much was contingent upon how they did in 2015. And Taylor, if you look at that schedule in 2015, especially the non conference slate, it is pretty, pretty scary. Let's say in an alternative universe, Daninos is still there. How do you think the Chippewas would have done?
1: Well, there's uh, three really tough uh, games out of the four. They had Oklahoma State at home. Right. And then I believe it's Monmouth, or there's another, there's a a lower team. And then the other two, you go on the road to Syracuse, which uh, just, Shellac. We, we saw one this yeah. season 40 to 3. There's something ridiculous. And then they go to Michigan State, which will probably be ranked in the top 10 nationally at the time in East Lansing. So that's just going to be a crazy schedule. I mean, to get two wins would be a heck of an accomplishment.
0: And would for any CMU team now, a program in really scramble mode, trying to figure out who's going to lead this squad? Um, a s- former assistant head coach and special teams coordinator Kyle Nystrom was named the interim head coach, which was odd because Dave Hickey didn't really make much of an indication that that was something they wanted to do, but they went ahead and pulled the trigger on that Um, a couple days later. It was the Saturday morning, which obviously turns the conversation to the future of CMU football, which is is fairly uncertain. Now, if you picked up a copy of Friday's edition of Central Michigan Life, um, you saw that we had sort of some analysis where we wanted to talk a little bit about who some of the early contenders are uh, for CMU's um, head new head coaching position might be, um, and it sounds like they're going to fill it pretty quickly. Mark of the contenders that we listed in the paper and in our online product, um, which one do you think is really the the front runner? At this I would point?
2: say the, right now the front runner is Zach Zanni, yeah. uh, the wide receivers coach at Tennessee. Yeah. he he also has an Urban Meyer connection, which is interesting. The Ohio State head coach, um, he coached over him from uh, Bowling Green from two thousand one two thousand two, and then also followed him to Florida um, as the passing game coordinator. So, um, and he, he's, he's got a mission connection, so you would think if he was offered the job, if he interviewed for the job, he would likely take the job. He's the front runner right now, Zach Kazani. Yeah.
0: I think a little bit about this idea of the Big Ten connection and whatnot. Now, Dave Heakey, a graduate of Ohio State, we got to keep that in mind as well. Um, you think about the biggest name probably here is, is Brady Hoke. Taylor, do you think there's any chance that CMU really makes a serious offer to Brady Hoke?
1: I mean, who knows really it-
0: Looking at all these coaches, though, a lot of them
1: are on the up-and-coming. They're, they're people who could potentially use CMU as an, a stepping stone, just like a lot of football coaches have. And really, Dave Hickey made it clear that he, he wants somebody that's invested in Mount Pleasant, invested in CMU, someone who's going to stay for a while, not someone who's going to use it as a stepping stone. Brady Hoke, he's, been, he's reached the top. He's reached Michigan, and now he's, he fell pretty hard last year. So I could see him staying around a while if he does get hired on. Obviously, it's just speculation at this point, but but who knows what can happen. I haven't heard his name mentioned at
2: all. It's kind of surprising. You'd think he'd be mentioned with some coordinator jobs there at Oregon State to begin with. I'm not really sure what he works mm-hmm. at right now.
1: But I know, so
0: yeah. he's just is sort of mm-hmm. floating out there, yeah. and I think mm-hmm. that's the thing that maybe intrigues CMU fans more than anything. And you mentioned this idea of a stepping stone at CMU. I think it's just sort of the curse of being a mid-major. People either, as I read in the Lansing State Journal, a wonderful column by Graham Couch last week when this news broke, um, at, the mi- at the mid-major level, at the MAC level, you either move out or you move on or you get fired. I mean, no one stays at a MAC school for a very, very long time. Um, so, in a sense, you don't blame Danny Nose for making this move. Um, in a way, he was almost sort of saving his career. He understood that he was only one more losing season away from probably being fired. And I don't think he wanted to be humiliated like that and take that kind of a hit.
2: He may have been thinking his stock was as high as it's going to get. Uh, seven and six, and the next year with the schedule, with kind of the challenging teams they're going to play, you would think. Um You know, he thought his stock was as high as he can get. He took the job that he liked
1: and uh, he was offered. No Titus Davis, no Thomas Rawls next year. It's really questionable what it's going to look like. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they still have Cooper Rush at quarterback, and after his seven touchdown bowl game, who knows what he's capable of, but still.
0: There are a lot of guys that are circulating. The rumor mill has been going crazy recently. Um, and we'll just have to stay tuned because it sounds like they want to get this position filled very quickly. Now, whether or not they're going to be able to get it done before signing day uh, remains to be seen. But um, this is a program that's scrambling right now to sort of fill those huge shoes and take this, this program, football, which is by far the most important here on this campus and the one that people really associate with the most, um, to the next level, to the Kelly jones and Brian Kelly had it. I mean, this this is a crucial time in CMU athletics. So we ask you to stay tuned by reading our coverage, both online and in the print product, at Central Michigan Life. If you want to contact us, you can send an email to sports at cm-life.com. You can follow us on Twitter at sports, Or just pop on up to the fourth floor of Moore Hall. There's, we're always hanging around, aren't we, guys? <laughs> always There's there, somebody. yes. <laughs> There's always somebody there. We live in Moore Hall. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening this week, and we'll be sure to be here again next week. And who knows, maybe we'll be talking about a new coach at that point. Um, until then... See you later.